is where we'll start. So open your scriptures up to Psalm 1 6. To Psalm chapter 1, verse 6. And that'll be the theme for the of thought here. Psalms 1 6. Thank you, gentlemen, in the radio room. Verse 6, it says, For the Lord knoweth the way of righteousness, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. Keep that in mind because we're going to be the rest of our time in John chapter 14, verse 6. John chapter 14, verse 6. And uh, you can hold your finger in the book of John. We'll be in the book of John the rest of the service. John chapter 14, verse 6. And we're going to start out in verse 1. John 14, 1 says, in the title, Jesus is the way to the Father. Let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. And whether I go, you know, and the way, ye know. Thomas said unto him, Lord, we know not whether thou goest, and how can we know the way? Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Dear Lord, help us with the message today and the services and the activities to follow. We just ask your blessing on this congregation on this Easter morning, and we thank you for all that you've given us in this great country. In Jesus' name, amen. Verse 7, if, we had known, if you had known me, you should have known my Father also, and from henceforth ye know him and have seen him. Philip said unto him, Show us the Father, and it suffereth you. Jesus said unto him, Have I been so long time with you, and yet hast thou not known me? Philip, he that hath seen me hath seen the Father, and how myself thou also then show us the Father. Believest thou not that I am the Father, and the Father in me? The words that I speak unto you I speak not of myself, but of the Father which dwelleth in me. He doth the works. So, we're going to look at the verse John fourteen six in this portion of Scripture. And as I said, we'll be in the book of John. The next place we'll go is to John chapter 18. But Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. And we use this verse to narrow down our entrance into heaven. Jesus Christ was very specific that there was no other way to get to, get to his heavenly Father. To get to heaven, to be in union with Christ, is only through Christ. Not by works, least any man should boast. Not by opportunity, not by heritage, not by birth, not by any other means can you enter into the kingdom of God except through Jesus Christ. Jesus said unto him, I am the way. That's very specific. We just read in Psalms where there's a way. There's only one way. That's the way through Jesus Christ. He proclaims himself as the truth. I am the truth. Let's go to John chapter 18. 
Truth and salvation are brothers. Truth always leads to salvation. All right. We'll see. I am the truth. John 18, verse 38. The no Easter service is probably complete without a glimpse into John chapter 18. As I said, behind me stands a cross that is empty, and we celebrate a risen Savior, not necessarily the, the cross having someone still hung on it. We have a risen Savior, Jesus Christ. Our cross is empty because the way has been, the path has been cut. The way has been opened up for us through Jesus Christ by belief in what he did at the cross, either looking forward to salvation or looking back to salvation, depending on when you were born. I am the truth. God's word is truth. Let's look at verses 1838 through 19. 1838. We'll see Jesus standing before Pilate. Very sad time in Scripture. I really have a rough time reading it much more than that, but I'll start in 28. Then led they Jesus from Canopus onto the hall of judgment, and, to the, and it was early, and they themselves went not into the judgment hall, lest they should be defiled, but that they might eat the Passover. It's kind of amazing. This is in reference to the high priest. They didn't want to be defiled by where they went while they committed murder. Pilate then went out into them and said, What accusation bring you against this man? They answered and said unto him, If he were not a malefactor, we would not have delivered him up unto thee. Sounds a little bit like the investigations they had the last couple of years. They had an investigation to find the sin. These gentlemen here had an investigation and delivered them up to be tried without a sin. Then said Pilate unto them, Take ye him and judge him according to your law. The Jews therefore said unto him, It is not lawful for us to put any man to death, but we brought him to you to be put to death. That, that the saying of Jesus might be fulfilled, which he spake, signifying with death he should die. Verse 32, verse 33. Then Pilate entered into the judgment hall again and called Jesus and said unto him, Art thou king of the Jews? Jesus answered him, saying, Thou this thing of thy, saith this thing of thyself, or did others tell it thee of me? Pilate answered, I, Am I a Jew? Then thine own nation and the chief priest have delivered thee unto me. What hast thou done? There's a big question there. Jesus answered, and he'll answer any question you have. He answered this question, and I want you to keep in mind, he said he is the truth. Jesus answered, my kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, then would my servants fight that I should not be delivered to the Jews. But now is my kingdom not from hence. Pilate therefore said unto him, Art thou king then? Second question. Jesus answered, Thou sayest that I am a king. To this end was I born, and for this cause came I into the world, that I should bear witness unto the truth. Second time. Nope, it's the first time we talk about truth. E every one that is of truth heareth my voice. Second time it's mentioned. Third time is in the next verse. Pilate said unto him, What is truth? And when 
he had said this, he went out again into the, onto the Jews and saith unto them, I find no fault in him. Here we have Jesus Christ standing in the high court of the land, the Romans court, not the Hebrew court, which was at one time the high court of the Hebrew kingdom. And he's standing before the king of that era, that realm. There was three kings at that time, and they shared it all. They were all sons of Pilate, Pontius Pilate. Uh, not sons, but they were all half-sons, brothers. And uh, he stood before him and said, I, I am he who you accuse. And he stood before him and said he was truth. God's word is always truth. Christ's word cannot be denied. Verse 1837, I should bear witness unto the truth. Everyone that is of the truth heareth my voice. Pilate said unto him, what is truth? The third question. And when he had said this, he went out again into the, unto the Jews and said, I find no fault in him. This is the first of three times Pilate could not find any fault with Christ. He died and was innocent blood was shed. He not only went through a court, a kangaroo court of his own peers, but he was taken to a court of the ruling authority of his day and was found innocent. He proclaimed truth when it hurt. He proclaimed truth when it wasn't comfortable. He proclaimed truth when it wasn't convenient. God's word cannot be condemned. Pilate, in 1838, and in 18, or in 194, and in 19.6, could find no fault in the truth. Pilate therefore went forth in verse 4 of chapter 19 again and saith unto them, Behold, I bring him forth to you that ye may know that I find no fault in him. And again in verse 6 of the same chapter, When the chief priests therefore and the officers saw him, they cried out, saying, Crucify him, crucify him. Pilate said unto them, Take ye him and crucify him, for I find no fault in him. The truth, the truth. God's word cannot be denied. God's word cannot be condemned. God's word is always sufficient. John 19, 4 through 6. Let's look at 19, 4 through 6. We just read most of that. God's word is always complete. Verse 37, uh, verse 37c of chapter 18. We'll read that. Pilate therefore said unto him, Art thou king of the Jews? Jesus answered, Thou sayest that I am king. To this end was I born, and to this cause I came unto thee, unto the world, comma, that's one, that I should bear witness unto the truth. There's a period in the last part, even every one that is of truth heareth my voice. Jesus Christ proclaimed truth, and it was complete. God's word is not to be trifled with, and you can go to Revelations chapter 22 and read all about what happens when you trifle with God's word. And not we'll uh, obtain the curses that are upon this. Let me read that to you, and we'll stay there in the book of John, because next we're going to go to the sec third proclamation Christ made, and that he was the life. And these three all tie together, because without one you don't have the other. 
You have to know the way of salvation. You have to know the truth. The truth brings about salvation. And then you'll have life, both eternal life and physical life. How does that all apply? Well, we'll get there in a moment. Let me read Revelations and what happens when you trifle with God's word. Revelations chapter 22. And we're going to go to, uh, oh, let's see here, about verse 17. And the Spirit of God, the bride, say, Come, and let him that heareth say, Come, and let him that is athirst come, and whosoever will let him take the water of life freely. For I testify unto every man that heareth the words of the prophecy of this book, if any man shall add unto these things, God shall add unto him the plagues that are written in the, this book. And if any man shall take away from him from the words, and the hymn is the same, John uh, 1.14 says, In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. If any man take away any of the words of the book, of the prophecy, God shall take away his part in the book of life and out of the holy city and from the things which are written in this book. Uh, pretty poignant. And remember when we started to read in uh, about the way Jesus Christ said, my words are the words of the Father. When you sin against God's word, you're not sinning against Jesus Christ. You're sinning against God the Father. Jesus Christ was our mediator and our interceptor. And a few other things. He died an innocent life, sinless life on a cross for each one of us. And why did he do that? That we might have life and that we might have life more abundantly. Go to John chapter 10, verse 10. John chapter 10, verse 10. He died. He became the way. He showed us the truth that we might have an abundant life. John chapter 10. Verse 10, the thief cometh not to steal, but to kill and to destroy. I come that ye they might have life, and that they might have it more abundantly. That's talking about a physical life. I became a Christian not only to have a fire escape from hell, but to have a better life. I don't have to worry about dying of S sexually transmit STD. I don't have to worry about dying from oh an overdose of drugs. Or they're talking about this this vast uh, plague that's facing our country now of young people dying from drug overdoses. I'm not too concerned about that. For one, I'm not a young people, but I'm not a user of drugs. Now there's a point to drugs. I'm not an abuser of drugs. I should say, but. Uh, I don't have to worry about fentanyl killing me. I don't have to worry about dying of syphilis. I don't have to worry about dying in a ditch in my own vomit. I don't have to worry about those things. Because my God had died for me, and if I listen to his word and follow truth, I will have life more abundantly. Not only in this world, but in the next world. Go to John Chapter 1, verse 3 and 15. 1, verse 3. Oh, excuse me, John 3, 3. I'm sorry, John 3, 3. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, chapter 3, verse 3. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. 
And in verse 15 of the same chapter, this, that's the whatever, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have eternal life. When I accepted Jesus Christ, the work he did on the cross in his resurrection afterwards, what we celebrate on this day, uh, by note, not necessarily by fact, but we celebrate it in notoriety, notoriety on this day. I know that I have eternal life, and I'm going to have the best life that God's planned out for me is if I follow truth. You see, Jesus Christ said, I am the way. Through Jesus Christ, you have the path to heaven. He says, I am the truth. My word is truth. His, you have the opportunity to know where to go. Turn right, turn left, up, down, where God wants you to go, what God wants you to do. It's all here in the book. And God died so you would have the truth about mankind. You'd know there's none righteous, no, not one. And you'd know that everyone is endowed with certain gifts and, and uh, abilities from God. And if we yield to him and his word, we will have truth. And we will have a better life. If you ignore sections of it and ignore parts of it, you're not going to have as good a life. How can you say that? Well, John 10, 10, didn't I? You can have life and you'll have life more abundantly. You see, he's not only the way, he's the means to have an abundant and prosperous and wonderful life, not only in this world, but in the next world. And that is all through truth. And the truth is, he might not have the most wonderful life laid out for you. <laughs> you might have circumstances like those poor people where Russia comes in and starts executing them in the streets. But you know the truth, and you can have peace of mind knowing that God, who made it all possible, has an end to that means, and that ends is eternal life. And you'll have not only peace of mind through this, but peace of mind in the next world. You'll be there, and you'll be have rewards in heaven. You'll have, you see, because he's the way, the truth, and the life. And you're not going to get there unless you follow truth. I said earlier that faith, how did it go? I wrote it down here. Peace, truth, and salvation are brothers. Truth always leads to salvation, or always should lead to salvation. There's no other way to salvation but by truth. And truth always leads to salvation, and peace always follows truth. And you have the way, and the way is through Jesus Christ. we got to recognize that today. Jesus Christ said, not only I am the way, we know that pretty much when we talk to other people about Christ, and we're real emphatic about how to get saved, how to know you're going to heaven. But he said, not only am, is he the way, he is the truth. There's nothing else. When you're, when you're count, I've been listening to the debates on our radio station between uh, Ken Ham, which I have known personally, and uh, some professor, uh, science teacher, and uh, the debates they're having is against truth. The professor says the world was made in billions of years. Uh, this is an example. My, the truth says the world was made in what? Seven days. 
the quality of life you have hinges on that understanding of truth. Just like Pilate, when he came to understand truth, he could find no guilt in that man's standing before him. He, I believe Pilate was spared a lot of misery in his life, and he died a miserable death, by the way. But he was spared a lot worse because he reckoned with truth. Each one of us have to reckon with truth to have an abundant life, whether we're on our way to heaven or not. And if you uh, put your faith and trust in something other than God's word, you're missing out on truth. Now, that's the way God said it. We like to hang on to the first part of John uh, 14.6, where Jesus said, I am the way. We're pretty emphatic again. I'm repeating myself, but we'll finish here. We all know Jesus is the way to heaven. That's how we deal with truth, is the quality of life we'll have in this world, and how we deal with tr truth initially is going to depend on, the on whether we're going to heaven or hell. Uh, let's all stand. John 8, 12 said, Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness. He shall have the light of life. Are you walking in the dark? Have you accepted Christ as your personal Savior? Are you walking in the dark after that acceptance? Or are you still following the light? 